So as time goes by, as the years pass, I realize I'm getting old. And maybe in my old and old-fashioned ways, um, I'm beginning to notice how certain things in the world have changed. How certain things were quite different when I was a nipper. Uh, one of the things is that if you look at it, most modern action movies, right? Most modern action movies, you have the, the alpha hero and then you have the alpha villain. And obviously they kind of have indirect contact during the movie at the beginning and that always ends in a, a face-off between the alpha uh, hero and the alpha villain. But what's happening now with almost all movies is now there's an, there's an alpha female hero and an alpha female villain. And they simply, usually the alpha female villain is the head of security for the alpha male villain. You know, so she's bad as well, you know. She's, uh, she's, uh, she's, you know, tough and so on and so forth. Okay, so but what's happening now is something, I, I maybe call me old-fashioned, right? Call me old-fashioned. But at the end of the movie then, there's the, fa the usual face-off between the alpha, uh, the alphas, should I say, so the alpha male uh, the hero and the villain, and also the alpha uh, female uh, hero and female villain. Now, again, I, 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 maybe, maybe it's just me. I don't like seeing women beat each other up. I really don't. And even when I was, when I was watching World Wrestling Federation, WWF as it was called at the time, it's WWE now, uh, back in the 90s, uh, it was lads, men beating each other up, which again isn't exactly fantastic. But... Now there's, there's almost as much, there's, uh, there are as many women beating each other up as there are men beating each other up. And then you've got the, the whole strange dynamic now of what's happening within, within MMA, mixed martial arts, MMA and UFC, those kind of things, where now you've got trans athletes, now you've got a biological male in a ring beating up a obviously biological female and then you know, raising his hand in the air as, as he defeats her. I can't celebrate that. I mean... Sport is one thing, I mean, like you know, the, the art of, of, of dodging and boxing or whatever it is, is, is one thing. But just unleashing violence on, on someone else, especially on a woman, that I do not applaud, commend, approve of in any way, shape or form. That, that's wrong. That's wrong. But it, it begs the question, what is, what is the, the strength of a woman? What is the strength of a woman? Because today's world just wants us, to, or wants you, wants women to believe that the strength of a woman is to be like a man, or maybe better than a man at what a man does. You know, so if we see in movies, or action movies, or whatever, society in general, women beating men up, then that's the way forward. That's the way to go. You know, women don't need protection. They don't need a man's help. Um, they can effectively get pregnant on their, on their own now. They don't need a man. No one needs a man. Women don't need men anymore. Everyone's free. It's all good. The shackles are broken. But th there's something in, in reality. While that sounds, well, to some that sounds like a good idea, not to me. To some that sounds like a good idea. But the reality of it then is that what about when, when women do need help? What about when women do need protection? Is that a bad thing? Is, has something gone wrong that, you know, women or children or families would need protection? That's not, a, that's not a bad thing. What is the strength of a woman? Is it, does it have to be muscles? Does it have to be that she does self-defense? Does it have to be that she can use a gun as well as a man? No, I don't think so. 
The strength of a woman is virtue. Is virtue. A virtuous heart in a woman will make a man, her husband, her sons, whoever it is, fight to the death for her. A virtuous heart. And again, you know, maybe I should be quoting saints rather than movies, but I think movies do, do reflect a little of, of what, society is, what society thinks, you know, the direction society is going. But again, back in the 80s and 90s, uh, in, in, in all of the action movies, whatever about whatever motivations there may have been for a soldier to go to battle or for a warrior to, to want the battlefield, you know, there may have been the protection of my country, the liberation of my people, but ultimately, you know, before he'd go into battle, he'd take out a picture of his wife or of his, you know, beloved and kind of hold that to his heart and then, you know, put it into his pocket and then the battle cry. You know, so all, I mean, all the big things going on, great, 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 but ultimately I'm doing this because I love my wife. I'm doing this out of love for a woman. And that was what motivated the heart of a man to protect, to bleed, maybe even to die for love of a woman, for love of this virtuous person back there that I want to be safe, I want to be happy, I want to be cared for. So the, 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 the strength of a woman, it doesn't, as I say, isn't, isn't that they have to be like a man. That makes no sense. The strength of a woman is virtue. And that's when we look at Our Lady, see, that's, that was the, the, the great strength of Our Lady. It wasn't, again, uh, she could have written books, and that, that wouldn't have been a weakness in any way, shape, or form. But her, her supreme strength was, was her virtue, that purity of heart, that, that emptiness of self, so that she could be filled with God, that humility, so she doesn't have to bulldoze her way through things, through people, because she's smarter. She evidently was quite smart and, and exceptionally because of her proximity, her, her closeness to God, her knowledge of God. She would have been far smarter than, than those around her. Not to mention just the, the, the superficiality that she would have seen in the way the faith was lived. You know, just getting stuck on rules but forgetting the, forgetting the love that wouldn't have been her. She, she was so full of virtue. And you can imagine St. Joseph and his, his desire to to protect her and provide for her, you know, and, and maybe even his, his embarrassment and shame uh, in, in Bethlehem when they arrive and I failed. My wife has to give birth in a trough. Sorry, love. You know, I mean, like, because he would have wanted to take care of her. He would have wanted to protect her. Then as soon as, you know, the, the, the angel says to him in a dream, you know, your wife and child, they're, they're, they're in danger. Go to Egypt. Absolutely. We're out of here. If that's what I have to do to protect my family, that's what I'm going to do. Go to a foreign country, I don't care, as long as they're safe. What motivated his heart? Love for his wife. Love for his child. The virtue of his wife. It's, it, it, it's, it's virtue in a woman's heart that will stir up the best in a man. The best in a husband. So, in today's reading, I'm sorry it's a long way around to explain today's reading, but... Uh, so we have the prophet Zechariah and he sees this, this vision of someone measuring around the city because they want to build a wall around the city of Jerusalem. And the angel, an angel says to him, run and tell the young man this, Jerusalem is to remain unwalled, so do not build a wall around it because the number of men and cattle, so it, doesn't, it remains unwalled. Okay, I'll skip to the next line. It is the Lord who speaks, I will be a wall of fire all around her. 
I will be her glory. I will protect Jerusalem. Don't count on walls. Count on God. And when I think of our, our church, or I think even of Holy Family here, you know, we, I don't know, how, how would we protect you all in here? We could build a bigger wall, maybe, and jam out all radio signals and all TV signals and all phone signals. We could try that. We're going to get branded as a cult very quickly, so we can't do that. So that's not how we're going to protect you. So how do we protect you? Well, in our consecration to Our Lady, for example, we're placing ourselves under Our Lady's protection, under Our Lady's guide, so that she will be our defense. But not with muscles and swinging swords and pulling out M16s, but with a virtuous heart full of grace, which Satan cannot stand. This is the strength of Our Lady, and I believe this is a model for all femininity, for all women. To be full of grace, full of virtue. And you'll find that will stir up virtue within the men around you. As you take a woman, no matter how she looks, no matter how pretty or whatever aesthetically thing she's supposed to have these days, big lips and tucked face and all that. Okay, you've got all of that. All them boxes ticked, but no virtue. Yep, she'll be rather successful in provoking lust. Yep, no problem. But in provoking love in the heart of a man? No, that's not what'll happen. Because what stirs up virtue, there's nothing that stirs up virtue in the heart of a man more than love of a woman. There's nothing that stirs up love of a woman love of a woman in a man's heart more than her virtue. We probably wouldn't phrase it that way ordinarily. Young lads especially don't really think in those kind of terms. But ultimately, uh, I think in when, when, when the initial kind of hormones have settled down and you begin to look for a wife as opposed to just a girlfriend or just a yeah, superficial relationship, when you begin to look for a wife, what they look for is someone I could, I could live with Someone who's virtuous. So we pray today for a rediscovery of authentic beauty, authentic femininity, of woman's identity as a beloved daughter, of woman's identity as called to imitate our Blessed Lady, to be filled with virtue, of woman's identity as a virtue provoker, as, a, as a, a teacher of virtue in the heart of a man. And may our Blessed Lady protect each one of us, and may she be the wall around our city. Amen. <laughs>